0: This Bites. Discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Ever Essence, a.k.a. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And I'm DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, celebrating four years coming up of uh, This Bites. Uh, and did you know that? I think November is our... Fourth year, wow! Yeah, on uh, this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. It's the best of Milwaukee. We're going to talk about some of the culinary things, the culinary best of our fine city. Then we're going to talk about uh, a new cider, cidery, I guess you would call it. First cider made in Milwaukee coming out uh, uh, this fall. It's made by a musician by the name Ethan Keller. We get into that. A new kind of a bar in Cedarburg that serves cookies, and a really interesting startup uh, called Chef that's uh, kind of helps people who have cooking skills to want to make extra money. Uh, we're going to get into that as well. But let's start off with the best of Milwaukee and um, latest issue. You do this every year where it covers everything in Milwaukee from you know music and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to talk about the the best part of best of Milwaukee, the food stuff, right? Yeah. But uh, before I get into some of the, we're going to talk about some of the reader's choice stuff later. But you have a new category mm-hmm. uh, called the Pandemic Awards. Yep. Tell me about that and uh, the idea behind that and what kind of awards were in the Pandemic Awards.
1: Well, these are awards that uh, I don't think would ever have been created. Well, they wouldn't have been, obviously, had there not been a pandemic. But they're just really unique things that have come out of. The pandemic right so for instance as we know restaurant the restaurant industry has changed drastically so um we kind of looked at how restaurants just completely very quickly had to adapt to the new world right so we looked at restaurants that reinvented themselves so um, obviously the tandem is a huge and very it's probably the most influential example from being a for-profit restaurant to serving free meals to, um, you know, people in some of the most disadvantaged zip codes. Um, and then there's numerous examples of restaurants that converted to becoming like general stores, you know, um, mm-hmm. Diner is one of those examples, um, you know, places they, you know, not only, you know, you could get food to go, but you could get essentials like toilet paper and soap. Also, this summer, we've seen pretty much a new blueprint for outdoor dining. A lot of patios opening, but patios had to open differently, you know. Um, They had to be reconfigured so that tables were spaced um, far enough apart from one another, you know, just because of, you know, social distancing rules. So, um, and so we've kind of called out a few uh, examples of restaurants that have done a really good job with that. You know, for instance, Ristorante Bartolotta opened this Italian inspired courtyard, very socially distanced. La Miranda has a really spacious um, yard for for patio dining Um, meal kits. That's another thing that has come out of the pandemic. You know, it's sort of the ultimate DIY restaurant experience because, you know, you can pick up um, a kit from a restaurant bring it home and create, you know, whatever that, that experience would be that you, you know, would normally have in the restaurant, you experience it at home. Um, and then this whole idea of, you know, meals, meals on wheels, I, I, in essence, it's curbside carryout, right? Um, yeah. And restaurants that you never would ever have thought would be doing curbside, like Sanford and Ardent are doing it because they have to. Um, And and a lot of them, you know, kind of stepped up the game, too, with like the online platform for ordering so that, you know, you can order everything and pay for it online and then you kind of pick it up, contactless pickup. Right. So um, we were just looking at some of the trends that came out of the pandemic and some of the best examples
0: of that cool um we're gonna continue the conversation because i want to talk to you about this this one um award called best culinary conversation starter but we'll get into that uh coming up on this bites we'll be right back radio milwaukee is on a mission and if you're here to discover new perspectives on music in milwaukee then you're on a mission too join today to support the programming you love Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart. Now we're back. This Bites and Tariq. We're still talking about Milwaukee Magazine's Best of issue, the annual Best of Milwaukee issue. We were talking about the Pandemic Awards, uh, which is a kind of interesting category uh, awards that you added due to the uh, COVID-19. But there's one award in here under the pandemic awards, I want to get to and understand what's this all about. The best culinary conversation starter. And, and the an award is given to Benny Smith of uh Daddy Soul Food and Grill. Can you talk to me about that and like what was that award about and why was this discussed in the editor's room, a kind of writer's room?
1: Right. Well we were looking at people that um that you know really are doing some cool things. Um as business owners. Um, and, and Benny Smith, you know, this is a restaurant that, um, is, you know, really passionate about soul food and, um, has been doing curbside carryout during, during the pandemic. Um, but one of the initiatives that Benny's been doing for a long time, and this was well before this year was, um, that, um, he has been offering discounted meals to police officers who want to come in and it's, it's a way to get police and just regular customers who are there to kind of just sit down and have a really meaningful conversation. And this is something he's been offering for a really long time. But as we've seen with the black lives matter movement um, this summer, this has become really important. You know, this, Mm -hmm. this idea of, um, of kind of uh, starting a, a, a discourse and hopefully doing it, in a, in a really civil and meaningful way. So, um, you know, I I think that's a really, you know, huge thing to do. And um, honestly, I think there couldn't be a better place to do it because, um, you know, when you go to, when you go to daddy's, you feel like you're welcome there. You know, you feel like you're, you're in his home, which is, that's the way the best restaurants operate. You know, you feel like you're in their home. So, that, that is just um, – now, obviously, right now we're talking about curbside carryout, but um, it just is a really, I think, meaningful example of bridge building. Mm. And we wanted to, you know, essentially, you know, um, give him some some props for that because I, I think it's really important, especially important right now.
0: Really cool. Again, that's in uh, the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Let's talk about some of the reader's choice. So you always hear extra readers for some of their – picks for some of the best places to eat, best new restaurant, best places to cocktails and all that kind of stuff. Let's talk about what did the readers pick for best new restaurant?
1: Yeah. Best new restaurant, Egg & Flour. Um, I know that's a big favorite of yours. Egg & Flour um, opened its first location at Crossroads Collective. um, And wow, it became a star there. You know, there's been some, you know, it's interesting. Crossroads has been really been a, um, uh, a place where new restaurants have kind of um, kind of an incubator for new restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but Egg and Flour, you know, owned by, by chef Adam Pollock, does these great pastas. He makes the pastas from scratch. He makes the sauces and you can kind of watch your um, creation being made right there. Um, interestingly, he also had opened a location in Bayview, which I, um, I think I don't know that it really officially had opened right before the pandemic.
0: It was about to, I think, or something. Yeah, it was right? about
1: to. And um so he, you know, he had to kind of put that on hold. Um, meanwhile, running, you know, continuing to run the location at Crossroads, which is was doing curbside pickup, um, curbside carry out. Um, but now the location in Bayview is open. So um, um that's pretty cool. But I don't know. I think, you know, as far as what would be my pick for best new restaurant, certainly egg and flour would be on my list. Um, I, I love what he's doing with those pastas. So um, that, that's just one um, of the reader's awards. You know, we had uh, so many different categories here. You know, for instance, best to atmosphere, you probably would have a hard time beating. Uh, well, actually not atmosphere. I take that back. Date, spot. Um, and here's a restaurant that just reopened um, after being closed for many months during the pandemic Harbor House. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Great patio. And also they've they've actually reconfigured the dining room so that um, the restaurants are spaced out. There are partitions between them. I think that that still keeps the, the romantic element going. Um, even though, you know, you've got this social distancing thing going on, maybe that's even making it more romantic because you're more socially distant from other tables, you know, bar food, uh, there's a lot of different places in this category that could have taken this award, but this year it was the Vanguard down in Bayview, um, which as you know, is, is completely, uh, almost completely devoted to the sausage. Um, and, and not only that, they do, you know things like poutine and loaded fries and they've got stuff for vegans um, so anyway those are just a few of the categories
0: again you can find that in the latest issue of Milwaukee magazine great job man um let's go back to the magazine you you, you have a, a dish for the month which I found interesting yeah um so talk about the dish of the month and why would that why you chose that
1: dish of the month is a, is a column that comes that, that appears periodically in the magazine not every month but periodically um, and it's a way for us to get a really gorgeous photo of a dish I really like. So, um, you know, we talked, we just talked about Crossroads collective um, Crossroads has this really great pop-up restaurant there right now. It's a Lao restaurant called Thumb. One of the dishes that they have there is called Lob and it's, it's essentially the unofficial dish of Laos. It's a, it's a salad but it, it kind of combines warm and cool uh, uh, temperatures, and you've got you know different textures going on. So you've so you've got kind of um, this minced chicken, um, and then it has it, it's combined with all these wonderful aromatics. You've got lemongrass, you've got galangal root.
0: Yeah, sometimes mint and cilantro, right?
1: Mint, cilantro, absolutely. You've got fish sauce, you've got lime juice, garlic toasted rice powder and all these get grinded and chopped up and added to added to the meat and um, and actually thumb you know that that the name of the restaurant comes from the sound the pounding motion and that sound of the mortar and pestle um, mm. because the, the owner kind of grinds up all her spices by hand um, And so the way to eat this dish is to um, wrap the meat, and the sticky rice that comes with it, and then the, the, the fresh carrot and and um, cucumber in a in a uh, lettuce wrap, and and that's the way you that's the way you, traditionally you would eat this. Um, and it's it's really wonderful because you've got the cool the co- cool temperature, as I mentioned, you've got the cool versus the warm, you've got the different textures going on, and you've got these this abundance of flavor. Um, so it's a really great dish, and um, and that's our dish of the month.
0: That's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Next, let's talk about uh, cider. You like cider, right, Ann? I do, yeah. You know, we have that cider bar, Lost Valley. But remember, for a while, I kept imagining, like, asking uh, a few years ago, I was asking, are there any Milwaukee-made ciders? And uh, the answer to that for the longest time was no. (laughs) There was no Milwaukee-made. People love ciders, but there was no cidery in Milwaukee. You know, we got tons of breweries and that kind of stuff, but not a cidery. I mean, people there are people who are making their own little home batch ciders out there, but not like a place you can go and have Milwaukee-made cider. I mean, Lost Valley has tons of ciders around the country and stuff, but not a Milwaukee-made one. Mm-hmm. Now, it looks like Milwaukee's getting its first cider cidery this coming fall in Bayview. It's called Cash Cider, and it's founded by a musician, artist, that you might hear on this station, Ethan Keller, which I didn't know. Maybe I did know, but He's been big in the cider for a while and he's big into like using really unique apples, like mm-hmm. rare apples that I have never seen or heard of in my life to make his cider. And now he's taken that little passion project of here and, and turned into a business. It's going to be located at 2612 South Greeley street in Bayview. It'll be 1100 square feet on the first floor of building 10. Uh, and it's going to be across the street from the main entrance of, for the Hyde house creative, which has the home of all those creative people in, in artists and fashion and all that kind of stuff so i'm looking forward to having some milwaukee made cider but this some of the stuff he's making it's uh like i like i'm over in all milwaukee page and he's showing these apples i have never seen before and i'm like what the (laughs) like he's really into this stuff and i just can't wait till it's open i just love cider um there's like names like winter banana which is a apple which i have never heard of you heard of it huh I have not heard of it either, no. Uh, So yeah, so like, or Pink Pearl Apples.
1: I've heard of those, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he's like, he's going to be like this, you know, it's going to be a really kind of interesting place. So for those who, you know, for like want some gluten-free beverages, don't like beer, cider's a good choice. And then you have a a place right in Milwaukee to have uh, some Milwaukee-made cider.
1: And I love that he's, you know, using some of these antique varietal apples.
0: Next, uh, we're going to head to Cedarburg. There is a place called a Union House that recently opened. Um, They're they're kind of a unique place. They're doing kind of a window service where they're doing as a bar that serves craft cocktails, shareable plates and cookies.
1: cookies. Cookies, yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, apparently this bar is going to have a walk-up window for cookies, including classic like chocolate chip, as well as special kinds and other kinds of foods. Uh, It's located at, uh, I don't even know how you say these addresses here in in Wisconsin. Was it West 62 North 559 Washington Avenue?
1: Right. Yeah, You got it. You got it.
0: Finally, um, I'm talking about another startup here. It's a really interesting startup. Um, It's called Chef, spelled S-H-E-F. Uh, the story basically was uh, it's a startup that helps talent cooks make a meaningful income by selling homemade food to their community. So it's a platform that to enable you to do, you know, to make it easier for you to sell your food. But the company is focused to help immigrants, refugees and restaurant workers impacted by COVID-19 to make ends meet while sharing their culture and cuisine. Uh, they recently raised about uh, nine million dollars to do this. Uh, Unfortunately, they're still only in, uh, I think, San Francisco and on the East Coast in in New Jersey uh, offering a service. But they hopefully with this funding, they want to expand. But the idea sounds really interesting because imagine all the uh, immigrants and people who have really, like, moms and grandmas and make amazing food, that they have a platform to allow them to, you know, create the menu, do all this kind of stuff to sell their food to other people. Mm Mm-hmm. so it uh, was founded in 2018 from, by a Alvin Salehi, a former White House technology advisor under President Obama and founder of Code.gov, which is kind of this platform to uh, help other governments, local governments t- with their technology issues, and a former Facebook employee and two-time food startup, Joey Gracia. Um, so it basically, Chef combines convenience and variety of takeout with the quality nutrition freshness of a homemade meal. It's a really interesting platform. It's called Chef. S H E F. You can look at it right now. Of course, there's nothing in Milwaukee or in the Midwest. It just they just re- really recently started in two cities. Um, so just to give some data. They already served over 200 thousand meals across the U.S. More than 4 thousand applicants have now joined the wait list to cook and sell food. So it looks like there'll be a demand. I can see this be a, a huge hit in Milwaukee. Yeah. All the home cooks out there, the bakers like you, Anne. man, you're selling your banana bread and to everybody. So it looks really uh, interesting. So, well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted exotic inspiration comes from the license lab with support from Society Insurance and generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast at readablewalkieorg slash This Bites, iTunes, NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. As always, and stay hungry.
1: And keep the Malort cold. Take care, Anne. You too.